This is 20-somethings doing nothing, yeah. Hola. Hola. Como estas? <laughs> bien, y tú? Muy bien, gracias. Oh, muy bien. You're really good. See. Si. How exciting. Thank you to Rosetta Stone. I hate you. No, Rosetta Stone made my accent better. Did it really? Yeah, but I still can't roll my R's, but I can be like, gracias. Arr. Gracias. Oh, it's kind of like kind of sounds like you're half rolling your uh, Ew, no, I don't like that. <clears throat> Sorry, that was me trying to poop. That's like, you. okay, I was going to say, that's <laughs> you're ruining a very sexy language with that weird noise that you made. <laughs> yes, that is me. <laughs> okay, today, to start the episode, we have episode. a great person that we're about to call who is, her name is Molly. And she ran across the country to raise awareness and funding for the Challenged Athletes Foundation. Okay, I would like you to say that again. She did what? Ran across the country. She literally ran across, ran across the, country. the country. She did 40 miles a day. Four zero. 40, 40. miles Not four. a day. 40 miles a day. What the fuck? Yeah. It's crazy. It's we really should, intense. Let's call her. So, Well, that's what we're going to do, you weirdo. Hey, Molly. Hey. Hey, it's Ricky and Jake from 20-somethings doing nothing. Hi, how are you? Good. How are you? I'm good. Yeah, just uh, started up back at work this week, so getting back into the swing of things. So we introed it a little bit, but do you want to do your own kind of intro of what exactly you did? Tell because us who it's you intense. are. <laughs> All right. So my name is Molly Cuevas. I'm 24 years old, California native. And I just got back from running across the country. I spent the last three months running to raise funds and awareness for Challenged Athletes Foundation. They support athletes with physical disabilities. And, yeah, so I ran from Santa Monica, California, all the way to Montauk, New York. Wow. It's so crazy. (laughs) Wait, so how did you take, let's start off this. How did you take three months off of your life to do this? Well, luckily, I have I work at a place that supports my run and, you know, doing that. So I work at Rock Tape. And when I got the job, I told them what I was doing. And I had about a year um, until the run. So I honestly thought that I was just going to get let go. And oh, that's what I was kind of preparing for. But they wanted me to come back. So, yeah, they were in full support of it. And wow. luckily, I had a job waiting for me. So it's basically like you just took a maternity leave without having a child. <laughs> uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty convenient that they let you do that. That's amazing, though. So uh, when Ricky first told me about you, she's like, yeah, this is a girl, Molly, and she's running 40 miles a day. And I was like, oh. And then I was thinking about it. I was like, wait a minute. 40 miles a day. Four zero. Like four <laughs> zero. I don't even walk five miles a day. I'm assuming that you have a, a strong background in running. Well, not really. So, I mean, I grew, I'm an athlete. So, I grew up playing soccer. I was a very competitive soccer player. And then in college, I decided to play field hockey. So, I mean, running wasn't foreign to me, but I never had an endurance background. So, yeah, I had to hire a coach, Bree Sanders. And then I, yeah, trained for a year with her. And that's what prepared me to take on the journey. So you had a specific coach that you sought out to train you in endurance? Well, I knew that I needed to hire someone. It wasn't like specifically her. We just happened to um, be connected through some mutual friends. Okay. And it just turned out to be a really good, good, good thing. So, yeah, we worked really well together. 
One of the things I noticed, too, that was really cool is that throughout your journey across the country, you had other people that would join you randomly, right? Like friends and people who knew that you were doing it, and they would, like, meet up with you and run with you? Yeah, so that was really fun. Um, It definitely helped mentally. You know, I'd have things to look forward to. Um, Yeah, so people would reach out to me, and um, it was kind of tough coordinating because we were in, like, the middle of nowhere at points, but... Yeah, they would end up coordinating with my mom and we would get it all figured out. But yeah, that was one of the best parts about the run was running with different people. I also saw you had a big bus and your parents would drive the bus, I guess, while you're running. (laughs) Yeah, so we rented um, an RV from Cruise America. And yeah, my mom was the driver. And then we had my dog, Mayor. And then one of my best friends, Whitney, she was with us. For a good amount of the time. I love that so much. I think that's so cute. <laughs> okay, so being the farthest from a runner as possible, how do you run 40 miles in one day? Can you, first of all, tell us what the training was like for that? And then I want to know, like, how did you do it? Did you run for 40 miles straight? Did you split up into 20 different mi- 20 miles twice? Like, how'd you, how'd you do it? Mm-hmm. Okay, <laughs> so I'll start with the training. Um each week kind of looked the same, um, like structure wise. So I'd always have like a tempo run. So that's like a a fast, like shorter distance run. I would have a track workout. I would have just to go for a certain amount of time and just like run by feel. And then I'd have a long, slow run, which would usually be on the weekends when I would have more time. I'd have an off day. And then uh, a strength workout, like in the gym. So that kind of that stayed the same kind of throughout. But then my mileage would increase each week, or like my speeds would decrease. So like I would like build up. My long run in the beginning was only eight miles, and then only. I grew <laughs> only eight miles. Right? I do <laughs> yeah. two, and I'm like um, I'm on the verge of death. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So. Because I had to build a really, like, strong aerobic base, obviously, because I was coming from no running background. And then by the end of it, I was running. My long runs were, like, 30, 31 to 35 miles. Oh, my God. Um, So I never actually ran 40 in a day prior to the actual run. But I was kind of looking at at it more as just a continual buildup. So I was training, and then the start of my run – was kind of still training me just to get through it all. Now, 40 miles a day, I mean, I would run walk. So it's not like I was running the entire time. And then I would kind of break it up in my head um, in increments of five. Okay. I was going to ask, like, mentally, how do you handle that? (laughs) Yeah. So increments of five because I I had to eat every five miles too. So I'd run five, be like, okay, I get a snack now, and then I'll do some walking walk off the snack, and then run five more. So, I mean, to me, that worked. That was, that was kind of nice. What and did then, you eat? Um, oh, gosh, what did I eat? <laughs> I ate gold. I ate goldfish. <laughs> um, I had the little stroop waffles, the, like, Rip Van waffles. Yes. Why can I not think of all the things that I ate? Well, you probably eat so much, and you have to eat so much if you're doing that much physical activity in a day did you ever eat like an actual meal throughout the day 
I did. Oh, I had a lot of Cliff Bars. A lot of Cliff Bars. They were a sponsor. Um, yeah, so I would eat when I, I would like a proper meal um, when I had 10 miles left on my day. So around 30, 30 miles, I'd have a bigger meal. And that consisted of, that kind of changed throughout, but like a turkey avocado sandwich, chips, some fruit. Yeah, that was kind of standard. Just some type of sandwich, chips and fruit. Was there ever a moment that you were like, I don't think that I could actually do this? <laughs> not not really because, I mean, I'm very competitive. And if I say I'm going to do something, like I do it. So I knew it was going to happen one way or another, whether I was, you know, running across the end or crawling, like it was going to happen. But I did have a scare, like, the second week, uh, my Achilles was really hurting me, and I could, like, barely walk properly. Ooh. And that was only two weeks in, so I was like, well, I have a lot of miles left. I'm only in Arizona. So I did take one day off, and that was to drive two hours into Phoenix to see a chiropractor and get some proper treatment and assessment. So that was my only day off in the 90 days. And then, yeah, we drove back that night and then I started running again the next day. Yeah, and your Achilles takes a while to heal. So if you actually did something to your Achilles, it would kind of scrap the whole idea. Yeah, so that's what I was worried about. So it was just like a minor strain. It wasn't obviously anything super serious because I wouldn't have been able to walk or run. Yeah. But I mean, it was just very, very painful. And yeah, so I didn't do like 40 miles off the bat right after that. I kind of did like 20. I did. I walked one day and I only got 12 miles. So like just stuff like that happened, but I I never stopped. And I think it was just like my body breaking in and getting used to it Um, because I was I was hurting pretty bad, like within the first month. And then kind of after that I think it was like okay like we're gonna be doing this every day I guess we'll <laughs> adjust <laughs> so then after that it just kind of felt better and I didn't really get as sore anymore um but yeah that first month was kind of like a wake-up call and yeah you're putting a lot of miles in but <laughs> the first month you, a month is a long time <laughs> you make it sound like that's no time at all that is a long time so how did you get through that first month even like was it I'm assuming the first day was pretty simple because you had been training for this and you're you were like shocking your body pretty much so then what about after the first week what were you thinking and how what, how were you feeling after week one yeah well the first week was pretty good you know because adrenaline excitement like you said I was ready and then yeah the second week hit and I, that's when I started to feel everything and that's kind of when the Achilles started and that's where I would like end each day and I'd be like, oh, finally, like, I'm done. And then I'd be like, well, crap, I'm literally going to, like, have eight hours, <laughs> and I'm going to do it all over again. So the first, like, couple weeks were, it was kind of tough mentally. I had to tell myself, this is going to be good. Like, you're going to be doing so much for other people, and it's going to be fine. And how so, much did you actually end up raising for this? The fundraiser is still going, but I'm currently sitting at a little over 62000 so, oh my god. My goal, my goal was fifty thousand, so I've surpassed it, which is awesome. I'm super pumped for that. That's um, amazing. Yeah, yeah. Donations are still coming in though, so how, I'll keep it open until the end of the month. How do people donate? 
Um, so there's a link in my Instagram bio for it, or you can go to my website, milesbymolly.com, and there will be a donate to CAF tab in there. And what's your Instagram? Just at Molly Cuevas. Hopefully mm-hmm. you'll get even more donations because I thought this was so cool when I heard of this, especially because you're 24, so you're 20 something just like us. Doing and, way more than we are. Yeah, doing way more than we are. <laughs> but I just thought it was so amazing that you were 24 and you took on this huge, this is huge. Like that's a lot of time, effort, dedication of your life in order to donate to this amazing cause. So I was like, we need to reach out to her and ask if she would talk to us because I just thought it was so great. Yeah, well, thank you so much for having me, because anytime that I can talk about, you know, what I did for CAF, yeah, I'll definitely always do it. A few weeks ago, we had this girl, Lexi, on the podcast, and she was the youngest girl to ever travel to every country in the world. Oh, my God. And she was kind of talking about what she did, just like you're talking about what you did, where you're like, yeah, I ran 40 miles a day. <laughs> Super cash. And I raised <laughs> 60-something thousand dollars. And I asked her this question. I'm going to ask you the same thing. Do you Was there a time where you sat down and you're like, holy shit, I just ran across the fucking country? <laughs> uh, I haven't had that moment yet. Because when I ended in Montauk, there was so much going on. I was surrounded by, you know, a bunch of family, friends. And I haven't really had, like, a moment to myself. And then I got back and it was 4th of July. Work started. So... I think the next time I go out on, like, a proper run, it will sink in. Um, I haven't been doing a whole lot of running since that, but... Understandably so. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I'm trying to get my strength back. Makes sense. Pilates and stuff, but not yet. Not yet, but I know it's coming. One last question, and uh, we'll wrap it up. So my question for you is, now that it's done, would you do it again? I would not. (laughs) (laughs) I'm so glad that you were honest. I was really hoping for an honest answer. (laughs) But obviously you're happy that you did it. Oh, I'm so I like would not change anything. Like it was perfect how it was. And that's why I would never do it again. (laughs) (laughs) Next time you better run 50 miles a day. (laughs) (laughs) That's great. Thank you so much, Molly, for talking to us. Yeah, of course. Thanks for having me. That's so so wild. Do you, did you realize what has happened on this <laughs> podcast? We had Lexi Alford, who was the youngest girl to ever travel to every fucking country in the world. Yeah. I don't even know how many there are. What was it? A hundred and something? 180, 60s? I think. I don't know. I think it's 180 something. She I could be wrong. was like, she, she said she never really had the holy shit moment. Yeah. And then now Molly never had the holy <laughs> shit moment. Like, do you understand what you did? This is not like a thing that should be humanly possible to run 40 miles a day across the entire country. I love that we just have badass bitches on on this podcast doing badass things that are just really fucking cool. So her Instagram is at Molly with a Y, Cuevas, C-U-E-V-A-S. Yes. Go donate to her cause. The woman literally ran 40 miles a day for three months. I think you could donate. I have to donate. I'm going to. Because I think it's a great foundation obviously, and I can't believe that someone actually managed to run 40 miles a day for three months. That's just wild. And I, like, followed her for a little while. Yeah, same. When she told me about it. Yeah, to see what she was doing, and I just thought it was really freaking cool. So on on the website where you can donate, it tells you exactly what your donation covers. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah. That makes it even better. 
Because then you feel more legit. It's not just like, oh, I'm donating this money and hopefully you're actually using it for something good. (laughs) You know what I mean? Because some places are a little sketchy. Obviously, this one's not. Yeah. Love that. Love it. So freaking cool. That is unbelievable. It's so cool. It's making me emotional. I just love that she brought her dog along the whole way. That's so awesome. You would totally do that too. I would do that. Oh, are you yeah, kidding me? Are you kidding it would me? be like the one happy moment of my day when I'd be done running. Would I wonder be when I lay with my dog. How many cliff bars she ate throughout the week? I mean, throughout the three months. Probably a lot. She said they were a sponsor. Yeah, she has a picture with the cliff bar on her Instagram. <laughs> That's so crazy. 40 miles a day. Yeah. Like, you told me about this weeks ago, and about once a week, I would text you and be like, 40 miles. <laughs> yeah, you would consistently bring it up. In a day. Like, Do you realize that it's. Four zero forty miles. So Andrew and I went to DC a few weeks ago. When was it? Last week? No, two weeks ago. Two weeks ago. Throughout the day, I walked twenty three thousand steps, which was nine point five miles. Crazy. And my feet hurt so bad. You also weren't wearing proper running shoes, but after forty miles, your feet have to hurt. Forty. Oh, I should have asked her that. How many shoes did she go through? Ah, oh, we should have asked her that. Damn it! We I'm always actually do really this. curious. Can you text her and ask her? <laughs> I can text her and ask her. I'll be like, wait, we have one more question. How many pairs? Okay, so this is also what I was thinking while we were talking to her. 26.2 miles is a marathon. She literally ran yeah. like a marathon and a half every, every day. day yeah. for three months. That's <laughs> wild. I don't know. I just, oh, I can hear your fingers typing. Oh, because I have nails. Because you Sorry. have nails. Your okay. nails are sam peach. <laughs> Salmon is Salmon that what you're going to say? Peach. Sal peach. Sal peach. They are, I color. guess, either peach is what I would say probably. I found this video on Facebook, totally random. Found this video on Facebook the- <laughs> of paint mixing, like creating a what? color. It was the most mesmerizing, mesmerizing shit I've ever seen in my entire life. Who posts things like that on Facebook? Genius people. Like, hey, I have nothing better to do but post. I have nothing else to say except for. Here's this. Mixing. This is Yeah, but mixing. I appreciate the content. So I'm happy that they did that. Well, you know when <laughs> sorry, that was really bad. You all right there? <laughs> no, I choked on air. <laughs> yeah, breathing I is hard sometimes, ch- I get it. I choked on air. I'm okay. I'm okay. It's okay. Okay, wait, Molly answered. Because I how asked many her shoes? how many shoes she went through. She said she only went through eight pairs, what? which is not a lot for that amount of mileage. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, so she ran 40 a day for 90 days. 40 times 90, that's 3,600 miles. <laughs> so that means she put 450 miles on each pair. Yeah. Wow. That's pretty wild. Wow. She's just really cool. Oh, my God. And I love that. It really does make me emotional, like, thinking about it. Wow. That she dedicated so much time to something that's, like, so great. I'm so emotional. <laughs> Like, so emotional. I'm just so baffled. I'm emotional. I don't know how you do that. I don't know how I anybody... I did my 30-day challenge and thought I was going to die. Yeah, and you gave up and never did anything that had to do fitness-wise ever again. That's not true. When I was on my cruise, I did two TRX classes. Have you ever done a TRX class? No. Because let me tell you, <laughs> I was legitimately sore. Like, my arms, I couldn't extend my arms all the way. I was sore for a week. Okay, that's also the only thing that you've done in the last... That's not true. I do kickboxing like once a week. Once a week. (laughs) She also said that she had no blisters or foot pain throughout the entire trip. This is ridiculous. She's like superhuman. (laughs) She is superhuman. She's Okay, I'm serious though. If you wear a new pair of sneakers, you get blister or whatever it is. 
you blisters. get blisters or whatever, like on, on, this, the, on back. the back on your heel. Mm-hmm. Like her, she's not a normal human. <laughs> no normal human can do this. <laughs> it's like the people that run ultra marathons or they do like the those crazy Triath- races. Triathlon. Yeah. She's just built to be an athlete, I guess. Yeah. Well, she said she was an athlete. She just wasn't an endurance. Like, I was an athlete. Distant. I played t-ball as a child. <laughs> okay. I was going to say you were not an athlete. <laughs> I, mean, I was an equestrian. equestrian for a while. That's got to take some strength. Yeah, and... but I wasn't like a serious equestrian. You're a fake equestrian? No. I just didn't ride enough to really consider myself... <clears throat> an actual equestrian? A true athlete. Oh, like an athlete. Yeah. I wouldn't really consider myself an athlete. I would... And I, I was a lacrosse coach. But we talk a lot. Lacrosse, but I wouldn't consider myself an athlete. You were a lacrosse coach? Yeah. Huh, I, I coached no lacrosse for five years. And then what happened? I stopped because I they went lost. away to college. Oh. No, I went away to college. Nobody won, so they fired me. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> I hate you so much. That's so funny. I can imagine you being a coach. I was a really good coach. They loved me. Yeah. Now I bump into my little lacrosse girls because now some of them can go to the bars and stuff, and it's really weird. Mm. Why? How old were they in there in high school? They were, no, they, it was rec league. So they were fifth, sixth, seventh, and eighth grade girls. Oh, wow. You just aged yourself. So like my point is, like, how does this happen? But Shit. I was, some of them I was so close in age with because I was a freshman and they were like an eighth grader. Oh, you were a freshman in high school. In high school, oh. yeah. I did it throughout high school into college. Oh. So I did it freshman year to freshman year of college or sophomore year of college. So yeah, for a while. I loved it. I thought it was great. That is great. A lot of time and effort to uh, shaping these young gals. Wow, you're just such a good human. I try. I'm not nearly as good as Molly we as a human, run though. 40 miles a day. I 100% could not do that. You know, Mike Posner is walking across America right now. Have we talked about this? No. Did you know that? No, I didn't know that. How did yeah. I not know that? I don't know. He's literally walking across America. Did it just start? America. No, no, no. It started a little while ago. He's halfway. He's halfway across America? Yes. And he's just casually walking. It's going to take him a lot longer than it took Molly. I'm annoyed because we were supposed to meet up with him when he started, but it ended up that he was late or something, or he like got he hurt his toe, so then he couldn't start right away. I don't know. Whatever. So anyway, uh, two days ago, he was in Missouri. He had done 1,259 out of 2,829, so he's almost halfway. That's so crazy. He has a raging six-pack now. <laughs> I'm sure. It's kind of nuts. It's really nuts. He follows zero people on Instagram. That's kind of a dick move. Yeah, but it's kind of amazing. But that's a dick move. Because it makes you not no addicted to Instagram. That's not true. Why? He's probably still addicted. He probably still goes on to read comments and see how many likes he gets. Yeah. And to do stories. You're just an asshole. You have nobody that you want to follow. I would love you to do that. You didn't even follow, like, who would be, if you did this, who would be the one person, though, that you would have to follow? Uh, Elvis Duran. <laughs> that's it you're a fucking suck up no I would have to you're a suck up no I'm not I, either that or Elvis Duran's show if you didn't work here oh who if would I be didn't the one work person? here no. literally the one person out of everybody on Instagram who would it be uh, if I was dating somebody them if you weren't dating them dude there's like so many cool people you can follow yeah one person I would not follow anybody you want to follow anybody? You, do you know how much better my life would be without Instagram? Okay, I get that. But my point is that you guys to pick one person oh, to follow. Oh, so this is like the, if you want to have dinner with one person yeah, dead or alive, dick. who would it be? Uh, <laughs> they have to be alive because they have to have an Instagram. Ooh. I don't know. I don't know. I have never thought about this. 
Me neither. One person to follow. It just like came up. I don't know, but think of yours and tweet us at 20SDN podcast. So the other night, since I've been so emotional lately about leaving, I actually cried for the first time. Ever? Ever. Like you just cried for the first time ever? For the first time ever. I've never cried before until this moment. (laughs) (laughs) No. Who were you with? Where were you? Why'd you cry? I cried. It was my going away party. My best friend threw me the cutest, most amazing. It was her and her family. They put together this surprise going away party for me that was so fucking cute. And they actually had bets going. And like this, no, it was a game that whoever could make me cry first would like get $5 or something like that. (laughs) So they were trying to make me cry, but I was already highly emotional. So I knew I was going to cry. So it was at your party? It was at my party. And I cried for the first time about leaving. And going across the country. Up until that point, it was mostly just like, I'm excited, I'm pumped, I'm ready to go. And then I actually cried. Because I have so many people that actually like love me and want to be around me. And it's weird when you realize that. Well, yeah, I mean, it's also like easy that. to realize that when all of your friends except for me are, are at this party. Yeah, well, you don't care about me. So that's why you weren't there. It's true. I was also in the middle of the ocean. Whatever, dude. Could have got like a helicopter or something. <laughs> that is true with all of my money that I have. Well, you act like you got it all. I have an idea. We should do an episode where both of us are on our phones for the entire time and then see how it turns out. See what we talk about? Yeah, we about? should do that. Why would we do that? We Okay, this is what we do. Is we it because you were just on your phone the entire time that I was telling you yeah. about my emotional moment that I, I had understood. and the fact that I cried? Yeah, and I heard everything you said. So, but here's what we should do for real. We should, uh, I like how we, we vent our ideas on the <laughs> podcast. So we're going to start recording with absolutely no plan. We both go onto one social media and then we just scroll and start talking. I have a feeling it's going to suck. Can we do that next week? Sure. I guess we could try it. But what if it sucks? Then... We just don't use it? We cut it out? Or we keep it. Or we keep it and have everybody endure through the silence of and random bullshit that we're going to mutter? I think it could be really interesting though because think of all the times that we go off topic even when we have plans. Oh, all the time. You consistently so go off think topic. Think of what we'll think. <laughs> just blame me. <laughs> think of what we will come up with. Probably some weird shit. I know. That's why I'm excited to do it. <laughs> You're like really excited. Yeah. You're also sitting like a weirdo. I know because I'm not comfortable because we've been sitting in these chairs for like two hours now. Yeah. We're at the point where we're just about done for our day. Imagine if we had to do a morning show where we had to sit in a chair for like four hours. Imagine if we had to like move to LA and then start joining a morning show where we're just like we had to talk for like four hours. That would suck. First off, it's a night show that I'm gonna go go Wait, work for. What? It's a night show. What? Yeah. I thought it was a morning show. It's a night show. My whole life is a lie. And it's five hours. Wh- Hold on a second. You're not working for a morning show? No. What? I've been telling everyone that you just got a job with a morning show. It's a night show. How did I not know this? Um, I'm pretty sure I told you. You probably were just not paying attention to me and on your phone. That's probably true. Like always. <laughs> I can't believe it. You definitely told me that, but I forgot. I know I told you that because you had asked, Five oh, hours. it's a morning show. And I said, no, it's so a night show. It's not as much talking then, right? Yeah, it's not as much. When, what time's the show? Uh, seven to midnight. So that's four. No, wait. Oh, wait. Oh, sh- that's late here. No, it's that's seven to ten. midnight here. Oh, I think. What time is it? Wait, there? no, now I'm confused. Maybe it's not. Are you on a morning show? <laughs> <laughs> I really thought you got a job with a morning show. <laughs> no. I'm not even kidding you. I've been telling everybody. Everybody? Who are you telling? 
doing? Like everybody. Who? Who would you even tell about I don't know. this? Anyone who asks me. <laughs> Did you tell your parents? Yeah. Oh, are they excited for me? They're so excited for you. Because I know that your dad's adorable and your mom, and I know that they love me. And your dad said to me in person that this is what I should be doing. A night show? A show in general. I thought it was a morning show. I feel like a terrible person. Well, yeah, you're what the if worst I come friend to your, ever. What if I would have come to your going away party and the whole time I think that you're going to work for a morning show? You would have gone to my going away party and the entire time thought I was working for a <laughs> That's true. You need to listen to me more. No, that's not the problem. That is the problem. What's the problem, Jake? I don't really. Maybe you need to be more clear. (laughs) How much more clear can I get than, no, Jake, it's not a morning show. It's a night show. I don't know. I'm really excited for this phone episode, though, because so many things come up. Oh, my God. Can you get off your phone? We had other topics that we were going to get to. Yeah, but I can't talk about them. Yeah, well, we can talk about other things. How many times has that happened? No, we actually have to go. How many times has that happened where... Uh, We've talked about like nothing this entire episode. Well, we talked to Molly. I yeah, feel like Molly's we can't the talk only good part of this whole episode. Everything else is stupid. Well, exactly. Anything that we talk about is not going to beat someone running 40 miles a day raising right. $65,000. I guess you're right. Shit. <laughs> but anyway, how many topics have we come up with that we start to talk about it? And then I'm like, uh... A lot of them. They're yeah. mostly topics that you think that you want to talk about and then realize midway that you can't talk about them. Well, I mean, one time- Me, I, I don't care. I'm I like, got... let that person be mad at me. Let me ruin someone's life. <laughs> Whatever. It doesn't matter. I just get don't like to get in trouble for talking about things that I shouldn't talk about. I've been getting in trouble for that shit my entire life and I made a career out of it. So I'm okay. <laughs> you ever have one of those days where it's like- Never ending? <sighs> yeah. Because I have to go out to lunch with somebody and then I have to go home and I just want to sleep- but I also have to... Uh, you don't even know what you have to do. There's just so much. Well, because I have a lot due tomorrow that I haven't done yet. Because uh, you've been procrastinating? Well, I was sick. And uh-huh. I, when I was home sick, I was like, oh, I can just edit all day. Let me tell you, the last thing that I wanted to do while I felt like shit was edit all day. Yeah, but then you'd have it done by now. That is you true. You didn't think this through. No, I should have done it then. Because <laughs> then you'd be all good and set, and you wouldn't have to worry about anything. Well, now I'm not. But now you're I'm fucked. fucked. <laughs> <laughs> Jinx! Wait! Big ass word of the week. Yes. And then we can close out. It is time for the big ass word of the week. Today's word is sesquipedalian. Ses, sesquipedalian. Sesquipedalian. <gasps> I think I got it. Sesquipedalian. I wouldn't know because the site that you use is a scary site. It means involving long words just like this. <laughs> Good word, Jake. Thank you. Sesquipedalian. 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 Can I see it? Yeah. All right. Well, I really need to use the restroom, so if we could go. You're disgusting. Also, text messages. Devin, listening to podcasts from the beginning, just got to one where you announced you have a text line. Not sure if this still even exists. Well, it is. So, hey, Devin. (laughs) Uh, Also, it scares me when people say they're listening from the beginning because we have like 180. It scares me because I don't even know how terrifying the first few are. Well, I wasn't even on there. So, like, why would you want to listen to that? I hate you. But I don't even know what I sound (sighs) because I refuse to listen to those old episodes because I think it's just going to make me sad. Shannon. Uh, first of all, I started listening to your podcast. I'm 22 going on 23 and I listen to you guys twice a day. Also scary. I'm sorry that you have to listen to us. <laughs> you are so relatable and hysterical. Oh, thanks. Tell us more. Also, I'm currently listening to episode 115 about millennial stress, high body counts, and dead phones. 
I don't even remember what we talked about. Uh, <laughs> oh, I think we had phone DNL. backgrounds. Yeah, yeah. Dead phones. Yeah, I don't know why you said dead phones. It's phone backgrounds. Oh. Uh, listening to you guys talk about your phone backgrounds, I actually feel the opposite compared to you guys. I feel not... Oh, I feel guilty not having my boyfriend as my lock screen on my background. I don't think you should feel guilty. Your lock screen should be whatever you want. I don't think that I will ever have a significant other as my lock screen, unless it's my wife. Also, really quick to end this, wow, okay, everybody keeps what I wanted to say. asking, what were you going to say? I don't know. You weren't going to say anything. No, keep going. I know you weren't going to say anything. Yeah. Everybody keeps asking what's going to happen with AJ and I. Oh, people are texting me about that. They don't even know you. <laughs> so many people keep asking what's going to happen. Um, AJ plans to move out there at some point, hopefully within the next year. So we are not breaking up. We are doing long distance. It's definitely going to be an interesting time because I I don't know what long distance entails really. We need to have I've a whole episode it. about this. Because <laughs> I've never done it. So it's a little scary. But... We are not breaking up. There is no way in hell. That Here's we are what we're gonna do. Up. We are gonna have an episode where people who are either in long distance or have had long distance relationships are gonna call us and give you advice. Do's and don'ts of long distance. We're gonna have people that it didn't work out. We're gonna have people that do work out. I have a friend who's dating somebody in London right now or England. Well, see, that's and a he thing. He lives in Colorado. I hear crazy stories like that, which that's a totally different. You know what I mean? I'm just going across the country. Right. I'm we're gonna still... have a give Ricky advice episode. Oh man. That kind of scares me. Yeah. I'm, But I'm also looking forward to it. Does that make sense? I'm so excited. We have so many good plans for things because we don't usually plan. <laughs> we never plan this. No. It's going to be great. Okay, okay. I have to go. Goodbye. And we're done. Adios. Goodbye. See you later. This is where I start doing the podcast all on my own. Go without home. Jake. And Jake has no idea what's going on. I hate you. <laughs> you don't mean it. Say you don't mean it. I won't end the podcast until you say you Okay, don't I don't mean to end the podcast. <laughs>